Well, Lisa, I'm very sad because we're to Psalm 149, and it's the last one that I get to proclaim oh, it is. before the end. Because you know you're very, you're very. I did even. Yes, you're very like you possessive off. about your even ones. You got to start the series off. So. Yes, and as usual, you get to finish. <laughs> I'm the starter. Lisa's the finisher. Mm-hmm. So we are on to Psalm 149. I am Deacon Dave. I am Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa Show. So here we go, everybody. Psalm 149. Alleluia. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise is in the church of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in him who made them, and let the sons of Zion exult in their king. Let them praise his name in chorus. Let them sing psalms to him with the timbrel and the psaltery. For the Lord is well pleased with his people, and he will exalt the meek unto salvation. The saints will exult in glory. They will rejoice upon their couches. The exaltations of God will be in their throat, and two-edged swords will be in their hands. To obtain vindication among the nations, chastisements among the peoples, to bind their kings with shackles and their nobles with manacles of iron, to obtain judgment over them as it has been written, this is glory for all his saints, alleluia. So that's definitely a psalm that we do in the Liturgy of the Hours. So I think the same thing jumped out to me and you. Saints? Couches. Yeah, couches. I thought that was interesting too, and I heard that somewhere recently as well. What do you think the couches in heaven are like? Very comfy. The kind you like set in and you can't get back out of? You melt into yes, them sort of like? Yes, It has a place for your feet and... Big fluffy pillows. Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. So there's a lot of comfort we're alluding to by being in heaven. Yes. Right? Yes. So I think what what but, spiritual lesson or takeaway from that are you drawing here? Aim for heaven. Aim for heaven, right? That's a good place to aim. What else? Um... Be, uh, wait for heaven to be comfortable. Earth is where you're uncomfortable. Exactly. So we we have to be careful that we're not indulging in these perceived comforts of the world, right? And that we are maintaining that meek unto... It says here, For the Lord is well pleased with his people, and he will exalt the meek unto yeah. salvation. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. it's really easy to get... Uh, prideful and haughty and, and get super comfortable with all of the luxuries that we have. Well, and I, not only that, but I think um, people just get comfortable with how they're not uh, basically in what they're called to do. Like, oh, um, I'm not really comfortable giving talks. I don't, I, so I'm not going to do that. I'm, or I'm not gonna, um, I, you know, <laughs> Basically, people want to stay in their comfort zone. They don't want to uh, push the limits um, and, you know, go into uncomfortable territory. But God calls us to live an uncomfortable life for him in the way, meaning that he wants us to uh, challenge ourselves um, and allow us ourselves to rely on him by uh, getting uncomfortable. No, I agree, and I think that even in that uncomfortableness comes a new understanding of what comfort is. Yeah. Right? We begin to realize that, wow, all of these things that I thought I would never be comfortable in, I'm now, because of Jesus, very comfortable in them because I've leaned into him, relied on his grace, and he has shown me that there's much more about who I am and what I can do through him Mm -hmm. if I just allow myself to do that, Lisa. So, go ahead, Lisa. Oh, I was going to say, and I think when we allow God to work through us, um, through our discomfort, then um, it's very humbling that um, 
as the often the fruit of um, what happens is humbling in that, oh, I never thought God could use me to do that, but he can use us to do anything um, that he desires as long as we're open to it. I think the primary reason that God wants to cut call us out of our comfort zone is not necessarily so that we can serve other people but so that we can be transformed Mm -hmm. I think that's always his primary goal and anything he calls us to do while it may have an impact on other people his fundamental orientation is toward uh, conforming us more to himself as the primary goal of anything that we do and I think you can see that that's true when you get out of your comfort zone right right? All right. well I'm Deacon Day we'll see you for the last song tomorrow Ahoy Métis. Métis.